The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, now your host, Jim Tofty. Season four of Cobra Kai, the most in-demand digital original series in the world, has become available recently on Netflix. Martin Cove returns as Karate Sensei John Kreese, the role he originated in the Karate Kid trilogy. We'll talk about that and working with Quentin Tarantino as I've got Martin Cove returning to the fake show from Los Angeles. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. And of course, congratulations on all your recent successes. Thank you. Uh, By the way, is doing Dancing with the Stars just as challenging as anything else you've done? Because all I hear from contestants is a lot of broken bones and cracked ribs and worse. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, my my knee swelled, my knee swelled up. I wore a brace on it all the time, and I really wanted to rock and roll in there. That's why I, I kind of did it. I wanted to show the other side of Marty Cove, yeah, not John Creese, so I could you know have fun because I used to dance in contests in the sixties and seventies in the in New York and you know, rock and roll do splits and all this stuff in it, but I didn't get a chance to do any of that because they saddled me with the Casa Doble, and uh, not the cha-cha we know, something called the Latin cha-cha. And these are all great dances if you've got a lot of time to rehearse, but I didn't. So they sent they sent someone to here in Nashville to where I live to rehearse with me in Nashville. Then they followed me to Salt Lake City where I had a job, and they, we ended up rehearsing in Salt Lake City, and then I rehearsed a week in, L, in L.A. It was Grueling. Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh, I'm amazed at how many people watch the show. I I just, the compliments I get, you go into the the Delta Lounge where you used to have to show your card, and now all of a sudden you just walk in there and they're all dancing with the Stars fans. And they go, oh, Mr. Cove, we loved you last night. You know? Uh It's odd where you find dancing with the Stars viewers. Yeah, it, it really is such a loyal following. And uh, by the way, your character, John Kreese, in The Karate Kid and now Cobra Kai, you must love the fact that y- you have been able to evolve this character because I i mean, at least I see that you're less a villain now as a person who's just kind of misunderstood with a, a lot of a, you know, a lot of past that we're learning about now. Yeah, you're very astute because <laughs> That's even the word. I tell people, they say, oh, we love to hate you. Or they hate to love me. But the bottom line is, he's not a villain. He's misunderstood. Yeah. And because of the flashback scenes and people are finally getting to see that, and you see it more often in four, in four than you do in other episodes, but there's a lot you know, of that kind of stuff coming up. And I like playing vulnerability. You know, I'm not the beast that occasionally you see. John Priest turned into. So I like the versatility of it. And they write for it. That was one of the reasons why I did the show initially, because they want, I asked him to write texture and some vulnerability into the character so he's not one-dimensional like the teachers. I, I read an interview r- recently where you actually lost friends because you jumped back into this role. Is that true? Well, yeah. It was, uh, uh, you know... I find that, you know, we shot two seasons last year, and you spend six months in this character. And, it, you know, you, you always laugh when you say, well, look what happened to Q. 
Heath Ledger. He was so far into the character. And Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't really talk to anybody when he was doing Lincoln. Yep. He was so into the character. And there's, there's, there's a residual effect, which definitely, you know, I think caused the problem in a relationship I was in. And uh, it's it, this character, you, you're into it so deeply, he stays with you, and there's a residual effect. And you don't think there is. But I know Billy and I talk about this all the time. And you're playing someone, and it's so subtle. It's all what the behavior kind of remains with you, even after you wrap for the day. And if you do it for a long time, like we did, you know, 20 episodes, season four, season five, all within six months from top to bottom, it's a problem. It's just, it becomes a problem, and you have to just spend time away from your character. Because I do a lot of homework and backstory with John Creese. Yeah. So I can, you know, misunderstood and not a beast, not a villain, you know? Well, and Martin, speaking of being in character, when you did the original Karate Kid films, did you and Pat Morita hang out between scenes at all, or did you purposely stay away from each other because of your characters? Well, it's interesting that you asked that question. All three factions, they, they stayed away, but I think it was all done unconsciously, because all my scenes were with Cobra Kai, and the scenes that I was with, with Pat and Ralph, we didn't hang out. We didn't go out for a drink or anything like that. It just seemed we were trained by a man named Pat Johnson who ran with Chuck Norris in the tournament scene in the 60s and 70s. So he trained all of us. He trained the Cobra Kai separately. He trained Miyagi and Daniel separately, you know, together. But I mean, as an entity separately and myself separately. So there was a mystique created in rehearsal time before we even got it to shoot the movie. Right. And the Cobra Kai respected John Kreese as the sensei and in character as well as in real time as actors. We never mingled. We just did. We kept our position. And it happened unconsciously. And it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, And we've, we've talked about this before, your uh, nice small role in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did you get to uh, spend any time with some of the other uh, veteran actors who that he used on this film? Well, I spent time with um, uh, Leo, you know, DiCaprio, and, you know, we kind of love the same movie. Yeah. You know, his favorite movie, his favorite Western. I'm big on Westerns, you know, I want to rejuvenate the genre. Yes. And, um, yeah. Back, we have a we have a podcast. My uh, daughter and son. We have a podcast together, and we it's called Cobra Coves, and it airs um, when is it airs in a couple of weeks. And we, we talk about you know everything from mental health to soundtracks, and you know DiCaprio and I talked a lot about soundtracks and how much we love Ennio Morricone and how we both have the same movie posters, European movie posters. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly, fistful, all that stuff. And he's a big, big Western fan, and so am I. And we spent, you know, most of my time was spent with Leo and um, Quentin. And Quentin's, of course, a big Western fan. Right. So, you know, I, it, 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 it was the best movie experience, that and Wyatt Earp. 
was the best movie experience I can remember. That's so great. Well, it's uh, Martin Cove now starring in season four of Cobra Kai on Netflix. Great series. You all know it. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, get on this. Martin, nice catching up with you. Stay well, buddy. Thank you very much. There he goes. And, you know, I know there's been talk, too, about a Cagney and Lacey reboot. Hopefully he'll be involved in that. And I really want to check out his new podcast, The Cobra Coves. That does it for this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. Thanks, as always, for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.